the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Come Together San Diego, a new live local show on K-Praise designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it. Now, here's your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. Well, hello, my friends. I'm glad that you could join us. And uh, we are honored to have you at uh, Come Together San Diego. And I want to introduce you to some amazing people. Some Some absolutely amazing people. These are people that are going to be talking with you uh, for this whole hour. Uh, Mike and Judy Carlisle, they are co-hosting with me for this entire first hour. And uh, Mike is the missions director for the Southern Baptist uh, Association here. And he... Over he and Judy oversee. Can you believe this? Two hundred Southern Baptist churches in San Diego County. How absolutely amazing! And uh, they have a heart not only for unity in the Southern Baptist Association, but a heart for unity in the communities where they serve, and also within the various churches that partner with them outside of the Southern Baptists. The other Christian believers throughout San Diego County. Amazing. So, Mike, good to have you. Thank you. And Judy, good to have you as well. Thank you. Congratulations to you on a big day today. Yes, exactly. This is my, uh, I I was married 41 years ago, my listening friends, uh, 7777 on a Christian TV station uh, in El Cajon, Christian Communication Network. So, yes, I am taking time away from my anniversary. Thank you for mentioning that, Michael. We applaud you. Applaud applaud you for it. I know that you're going to have a great time with your wife at a later date. Yes, yes, yes. Well, you know, let's start out with a little bit of insight about uh, uh, Mike and Judy Carlisle, who you are, what you do, and then then we're going to break into some specifics about uh, not only your vision for Southern Baptist uh, Association, but uh, the bigger picture as well. Mike Carlisle. Sure. Well, Judy and I met when we were college students in Kentucky. Uh, a long time ago, and we uh, began praying together and as we dated and felt God's calling us to full-time ministry and uh, was very excited about what that meant to us. We had no idea, but we just knew wherever God was calling, we were willing to go at that point. But uh, I didn't immediately go into it. Judy is a great student. I was a lousy student. <laughs> I had to drop out of school to work. Both of us were having to pay for our own education. And, and so uh, I actually been a, began a career in cable television before yes. uh, stepping into ministry full-time. So my formal training included uh, time at Pepperdine. I did my MBA up there and then an MDiv at a theological seminary in Texas and my doctorate in ministry in transformational leadership for the global city. So we've... Transformational leadership for the global city. Right. So Judy, Judy and I have traveled the world actually studying cities, how they worked, how they how they developed. And it's amazing. They all have the same thing as common. They all have a public sector yep. and they have a private sector some smaller than others, especially if they're communist countries, private's not <laughs> yes, that big, yes. and a social sector to some degree. So 
uh, we're just thrilled to be able to take what we learned and experience over time exactly. and, and bring it to work here in San Diego. So we, some of the questions that may be, we may be exploring through this uh, hour that you guys are co-hosting with us is uh, kind of the bigger picture because you, you have that in your, in your hip pocket because this is something that you both right. have studied and have been right. familiar with. So this actually gives you a, a lot of uh, insights to actually doing what's going on in San Diego County. Is that not right? That's right. And we both uh, enjoyed the time. I was senior pastor in a couple of churches here in California and national director for evangelism explosion for a while in Florida and then uh, vice president of our mission board, which is in Atlanta, Georgia. Yes. Um, and just have loved the time of growing and learning as both in business and ministry. Uh, Judy and I have raised three sons, have five grandchildren, five granddaughters, yes. and a grandson. And so, uh, it's been a great journey. We're, we've been out a little bit longer than you have in terms of your marriage, but uh, it's, yes. it's all been good. Yes, yes, yes. Any thoughts on that, Judy? Well, besides being the wife of Mike, I uh, put the next good role, best role, as a mother. Yes. And then involved in ministry down through the years. Yes, yes, yes. And, and, and again, those are experiences that right. you can parlay into your relationship, exactly. not only with the Southern Baptist uh, people and ladies are one of your right. strong point there, but also as you minister not only with them but out into the neighborhoods and communities exactly. and beyond. Right? How great is this? And you had a milestone for the uh, Southern Baptist Association in San Diego County recently, and I was involved a little bit in right. that. Yep. Tell us a little bit about that milestone. It's a magnificent milestone. Well, last year, October last year, we celebrated our seventy-fifth year in. In San Diego. 75 years 75 in San years. Diego County. Started my, my, my. Three churches, and now we have 200. So it's been, <laughs> it's been a great ride. Yes. And uh, we have churches in all different languages. The gospel is preached in our little group in about 20 different languages, from Vietnamese to uh, Ethiopian, Japanese, Chinese, um, Filipino, yes. and so forth. So, and some of the Middle Eastern yeah, dialects as we well. We do. We have an Arabic as well. Yes. So there's a lot of variety because San Diego, as you know, is a port city yes. and it's a border city. Yeah. So we got people coming in both through the ocean and over the border. And so the diversity here is immense. It is. And uh, we believe diversity is simply a reflection of God's creativity. Yeah, exactly. And, exactly. Uh, we're privileged to be a part of that. And I, I've just been so honored to work with you in the past with, with the ver, ver, variety of different, uh, you know, you talk about the different flavors of the Southern Baptist Association in San Diego County. How remarkable is that? But it's not only uh, what we would call four-wall ministry, but you've got people that are actually going out there and doing the stuff as well. You bet. Well, we, we've got ministries that outreach to uh, military. Uh, yes. We have a full-time missionary in Tijuana. Uh-huh. We plant churches in Tijuana. And uh, Judy has got some tremendous ministries. Well, she'll tell you about that a little bit later in terms of Yes. Impacting women, discipleship, leadership development, and so forth. Yes. So, yeah, it's, it's just been a joy. I mean, for the past 10 years, we, we actually came back to San Diego, came back to Southern California 10 years ago. The third time. Yeah, yes. the third time. <laughs> we left here twice. There's a lot of scripture that says on the third time, this, that, right. and the other, isn't there? This Hope is that's good. a charm. <laughs> but it's been a joy to see what God has done in terms of planting new churches, strengthening existing churches, and... You know, our whole hope is that we can be seen as just a part of God's body. Yes. We call it, this is our tribe. There's many tribes that God has here yes. in San Diego. We're just one of them. Yes. And we want to participate for the greater cause of, of Christ to impact San Diego for the gospel. You know, Michael, when you, when you said that in our, some of our casual discussions, we've had many of them, mm-hmm. and uh, you mentioned that you, you're just one of many tribes in San Diego County, that really struck a chord with me because my heart is 
I, I observed what King David did back in the day mm-hmm. and the son of David, Jesus Christ, in, you know, in preparing the church. And we are here today as the sons and daughters of the son of David. Yeah. And uh, the, the tr- 12 tribes in King David's day were vital because with, without the 12 tribes, they couldn't have been the magnificent nation that they were. Amen. And uh, identifying yourself as one of the tribes is remarkable to me because you, that means you have to have a, a, a unity mindset even outside of the Southern Baptist Association. Well, I, talk I, a little I, bit I about love that. the theme for your show. I mean, the theme for the show is unifying the body of Christ. Yeah, and, come together San Diego. That's what we're about. <laughs> we, we are basically a non, non-denominational. I say that people say, well, how can you be non-denominational <laughs> Baptist? Because every one of our churches is independent and autonomous. Yes. We have no control, no authority. Uh, it's just the influence of working together for the cause of Christ. Oh, wow. Remarkable. That's remarkable. And I'm sure you have big things on the horizon as well, not only with the uh, association, because we're going to talk in one of the segments about Vision San Diego, but that was a part of what you were doing big time when you were first here. I first met you under that. But the, but the, but the, what did we say? The, the mantle of that was even much broader than just the Southern Baptist Association. Oh, it was yeah. in, in involving other churches and things like that. T- just in the minute or so that we have left, tell me your heart about unity in the body of Christ, not only as it relates to the Southern Baptist and the 200 churches in San Diego County, but the broader picture as well, Mike Carlisle. Well, Jesus described uh, the people of God at one point. He said, don't, don't put a bushel basket over your lampstand Ooh. because we tend to become... Uh, closed into our own little private clubs. And he made it very clear that he wanted us to be able to let our lights. In fact, he said, let your lights so shine before men that they may see your good works yes. and glorify your Father in heaven. So our heart is to do that with other people. We're just, again, we're just one expression of God's church. Here. Yes, yes, yes. And yes, Judy yes. and I are committed to working with everybody who loves Jesus and wants to uh, make San Diego a place yeah. that is remarkable. It's remarkable. And Judy, I, I've observed you too as well. When I see you working with some of the other ministries, you have such a heart to, to get in there and work with other people to bring them to the fullness of what they've been called to be. We're going to devote the entire next segment to some of the visions that you have. And it okay. de- deals not only with women, but it also deals on the broader picture. But we'll start from the the woman's perspective and work from there, if that's okay. Right on. So uh, any, we've got about uh, 30 seconds uh, here. Uh, the guy who was involved with the television cable television. So uh, in the next 30 seconds, lay it on us, Mike Carlisle. <laughs> well, here's my, my big deal. Right now, uh, one of the questions that church pastors, and I, I ask this question, is what God's vision for my church? Yes. And I think it's a good question, but it's probably the wrong question. Mm. The question is, what's God's vision for the city? Ooh. When God wrote through Paul and others in the New Testament, it said, like Galatians, to the church at Galatia, Ooh, to I the like church at Corinth. I mean, there's a lot of churches there, but it was like this idea that the church ought to work together. Um, in mm-hmm. Ephesus, there are many elders. Paul yes. called the elders together. Yes. So, but he said to the church in Ephesus. In Ephesus. Yes, yes. So, my heart is to uh, be a part of that. My listening friend, doesn't that do your heart good? You know, sometimes we get so segmented in our own. You know, we go to church on Sunday and we fellowship with people of our own denomination, and we don't. Think about stepping back and taking a look, about taking a look at what God is doing in an entire county. I mean, really. And then you step another step back and what he's doing in an entire state. And you take another step back and you'll be in the water. No, I mean, you take, an- <laughs> yeah. you take another step back and you will see what he's doing in this nation. And take another step back and see his heart cry working throughout the world. It's remarkable. Amen. Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, the uttermost parts of the world. Sounds That's like- his heart cry. Sound like Acts 1-8 to me. <laughs> My listening friend, uh, we just struck a fun conversation with Mike and Judy Carlisle. 
with the Southern Baptist Association. 200 churches there, but their vision is far greater than that. We're going to be having Judy have her say in the next segment talking about not only women's ministry, but how that relates to the broader ministry as well. So do not go away. We will be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on AM 1210 K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. Hey there. Fun's a-coming. And Holy Spirit anointing is coming as well. You know, when I count my friends... Uh, in the ministry in San Diego County. Actually, more than half of them are, are women, and I like to call them my women warrior friends because I'll tell you what, if you're in, in, in spiritual warfare and you have a powerful woman warrior beside you, you're in, in good shape because they actually not only know how to pray, but they know how to take God's word and uh, issue it out. And one of these people is Judy Carlisle. Both Judy and Mike Carlisle are co-hosting with me for the entire hour but I, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, not only their influences and Judy's in particular influence with the 200 Southern Baptist churches here in San Diego. Can you believe that? 200 churches, and Michael just called them part of the, a tribe, yep. and there's a, big, there's a bigger tribe, which is the tribes combined in San Diego County. So God is not only doing things within a tribe, but he's doing things within the tribes or within the holy nation as well. Judy, I know I've observed you when when you minister with the women, you have such a heart cry for helping yes. women reach the, their full potential. Why don't you take the stage here and tell us a little bit about who, why, what, where, when, and how for Judy Carlisle. Okay, I think uh, God began this ministry, yes. his passion, placing it in me when I became a Christian. Yes. Back in Kentucky at 11 years old. And then... Uh, speeded up to when Mike and I met, and God called us as a team. Uh, the star, the the light has gotten brighter over the years and each season of our life. And I think, as I've been thinking about being on the show, uh, what are the different passions, if I could say it that way, um, that he's placed in me and over the years developed? I think number one is mentoring, giving me a passion through my encouraging gift to reach out to women, they that reach out to me and vice versa, and come alongside them. In the last uh, couple of years, I've even developed material called Life to Life. Life to Life with a number two. Right. Life to Life. Right. I like it. And I like the scripture verse from Amos 3, 3. Can two walk together unless they are agreed? Ooh. Get the last of this, Kaz, in the direction, in the same direction. Ooh. And so when I sit down with women, I first of all ask them, may sound like a crazy question, <laughs> but why did you choose me? Why do you want to be discipled? Now, you and I both know this is not an OPT, an option to disciple. Jesus, in his last words, here on this earth, said, go and make disciples. Yes. The go there, not to teach you, but point out as you are going. And last time I checked, I don't live on an island. Yeah. I'm with people every day. Yes. Who's God bringing into my path? And for years now, it's been women. It started when I was in seminary, really developing discipleship, discipling other women. 
And so I think really today that's my platform of uh, doing workshops. I've got yes. several coming up this summer uh, at churches. And there's one, is it September one? That's going <laughs> well, on? that's a retreat. Okay, that's a wee bit different. Huh? I'm doing a different kind of retreat for the women uh, of our 200 churches or any other church yes. in the area. And it's instead of calling it a retreat, I'm calling it a getaway. I like it. And I've been led to do the theme rest. Rest, R-E-S-T, rest. Right, but it's an acronym, and I won't go into it, but to get to Sabbath, the Sabbat, you've got to draw away, draw away. Mm -hmm. And so there's going to be teaching. Now, I say this is a different kind of retreat because I have felt led for this to do it with the women, matter of fact, pastors' wives, is the speakers for it. Unlike me bringing in... um, you name the speaker, yes. uh, I would call them up, get in touch with them, and fly them in or whatever. But I said no in regards to this. I actually had a speaker lined up to come, and I called her back, and I said, forgive me, but I'll use you a different time. Yes. And so the number is 50 women at Marietta Hot Springs yes. on September, September the 7th. 7th. And eight. And where, where can Mike? What's the website that they can find out more about this? They can go to our San Diego Baptists dot com or sdsba dot net. Well, either one. Oh, of okay, very good. You know, I, I need to compliment you here, and don't be embarrassed because because I've had a chance because we've done some videos. My business partner and I, Bill Gruber, and I with Bizbit, we've done some videos with you, and there was an instance where where Judy was sharing some insights about uh, working on some woman's retreat or whatever, but she, she said, I'm not going to do this segment without have, having this, uh, was another pastor lady sitting beside you. And what I noticed, it, it, you could have taken the whole microphone and done everything that, that that's not me, Kathy. but that's not you, but you, no. you, you were mentoring the other person. You say right. you were kind of trying to hand off the ball to the other person. The other person goes, you're the one who's a spokesperson. And your heart cry was this, you, I want you to right. learn what to do. It. And then I'm going to hand it to you and I'm going to be your cheerleader. Right. That's a remarkable. Uh, that's a remarkable skill set and a heart cry. You want to talk just briefly about that? We have a few minutes. Well, I think the retreat getaway that's coming up in September is challenging me <laughs> because I look through the websites of our different churches and I find this renowned speakers flying in, coming mm-hmm. in, and doing it, and that's great. Because I don't put anyone down for that. That's their call. But I really, because of my discipleship passion, I want to come alongside women yes. and help them to grow. Yeah. I think that's my thing to do. Exactly. Judy and I both share a, a theology of work. In yes. other words, God, does God need us? No. He, he doesn't need us to do no. anything. He could just wave his finger and boom, you know, the, he Done. created the world yes. in seven days. But so in business, I use people to do work. But in ministry, God wants us to use ministry to develop people. Right. Big difference in the sense that Judy calls it, I call it delegation in my business. Mm -hmm. She calls it discipleship. Yes. So it's more important to train a disciple than it is to get the work done. And one of the things that I noticed when you were talking about that, when Jesus was looking for his 12, he didn't go for the big preachers, ministers, and people that were theologians of the day. Right. He went with the the people who, who had hearts to pursue the truths. Right. And he went with people who were indigenous. 
Right. So I'm, I'm not talking against anybody who's bringing no. people into conferences and things like that. No. But there is certainly a place for using the home talent. And when you, you know, Mike, as well as I do, when you, and, and Judy, when you look around San Diego County, we're prolific in anointed people. So actually, you know, sometimes we, we talked a little bit and off the air about King David. He was kind of out doing the sheep thing, and uh, the other brothers were the first ones that were looked at. But the truth of the matter is, if you go with the people who are indigenous, who are doing the stuff, y- y- you'll have a better chance of God's success. That, well, our whole role is to minister to the shepherds. Yeah, that's you know, very good. We're here, and, and their wives and their families, and because they have unique needs. And um, so Judy's got a tremendous platform to be able to, Share with them, come alongside them, because it takes one to know one. Yes. You know? And sometimes, wouldn't you say that the the hierarchy, and I'll use that word just passively, I don't mean anything negative by it, but the hierarchy in a ministry is the pastor, the the, the male pastor, for example. Right. And, and then the the wife is kind of along to be a, a help meet to that. But a lot of times people don't realize the power and anointing that the wife has. And uh, because, you know, as I said earlier on in the show, uh, if I'm in a foxhole and I have female prayer warriors, I know I'm going to get, they're going to, they're going to pursue God and they're going to hear his voice and they're going to share it with me and vice versa. So, so, I mean, bringing those people along, isn't that right, Judy? Absolutely. And that's why I developed PWF, Pastors Wives Fellowship. Yes. And it's not full blossom, it's not full bloom, but it's in process coming alongside Pastors Wives. Because there's no other pastor's wife in that church, senior pastor's wife, but her. That's good. Yeah. Yes. And so she has a tremendous platform for in to be able to minister yes. to the women of her church. You know what I'm going to do right now, my friends? I'm going to open a prayer request line. It's a dedicated prayer line that we have, and, and we have people available to man or woman that, actually woman that for you, man that for you. Get my joke. <laughs> <laughs> So, but but if if you're a, a, a lady that you feel God has given you a specific call, but you don't know how to enter into it, let's have some people pray with you. Let me give you your phone number. Write this down. I'll give it to you twice. That phone number for prayer requests. Call this number eight five eight five three five ninety ninety. That's again eight five eight five three five ninety ninety. There will be a prayer per- person handy that will pray with you and uh, help you open your eyes as to God's potential, not only to you, but through you. Any final thoughts in the in, in the minute or so we have left, Judy? I would just say, Kaz, that uh, prayer is needed throughout San Diego yeah. County. Amen. Desperately yes. for pastors' wives, those in leadership. We're facing some hard times. Yes. And may I just insert here, not yes. only pastors' wives, but oh, also, right. the, 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 like, for example, the, the person that's involved with worship or the person that's involved with this, yes. that, and their other. The, all the women in the church... Right. There, there's a, a vital part, and it may be more vital than you even realize. And right. Judy's heart is to help you discover what that is. Exactly. And there's many ways to do that. <laughs> I think why I'm in the position that I'm in is early on, Michael, and I'll go into it in the next, next session, but um, I've been able to really delve into the Word and find out how God has gifted me. Yes. And when you know and it is the Holy Spirit that works the gifts through yeah. you. But when he's working it through it, through you, uh, whatever the gift is, 
things happen. Exactly. When you let Holy Spirit have his way, mm. things happen. Thank you, Judy right. Carlisle. Where you, you speak about the next segment. That's exactly what we're going to talk about. But we're going to broaden the tent pegs in this. We're going to talk a little bit more, not only about Southern Baptist Convention than those 200 churches, but the broader picture of what Good. God is doing in San Diego County. And I'm going to have you help me, my two co-hosts, Great. steward this. So I guess you can see how exciting this topic is, my listening friend. Here in San Diego County, he's doing amazing things. And some of the people uh, in leadership are Mike and Judy Carlisle with the Southern Baptist Association here. But things that deal with uh, ministries beyond that, we're going to have their insights in this next segment as well. So guess what, my friends? Stay tuned and do not go away because we will be coming back right back. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on AM 1210 K-Praise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor on AM 1210 K-Praise. And we're back, and before we dive into this segment, I'm going to give you the prayer request line one more time, because I think what Mike and Judy Carlisle have been sharing with us not only pertains, of course, to the 200 Southern Baptist Church in their association, but it impacts the entire Christian body in San Diego County. And if there are some of the things that really tweaked your heart, I'm going to give you a prayer request, dedicated prayer line, 858 858- Five three five ninety ninety again eight five eight five three five ninety ninety. If you want to call that line, there will be a prayer person on the other end of the line that will help you identify, maybe help you under, understand your calling a little bit better, and help you move into this powerful, I mean, powerful ministry that God has not only to you but through you to others. As I mentioned, we have uh, uh, the Carlisles with us, Mike and, and Judy Carlisle, and uh, they are sharing some insights. And uh, Mike, I wanted to spend some time in this segment if you'd be so kind. Uh, you, you, one of the things, you know, you're, you're involved with not only bringing in uh, different churches, uh, different, you know, uh, um, growing that number of 200 churches to maybe right. 1 million, <laughs> but, but one of the things that you mentioned, it's, it's possible to have your focus so much on bringing in the churches that we're missing the bigger mark. So I want you to talk just a little bit about that. And one of the things, tie in with that, what, one of the things that you are doing, and I've watched you do this, is any time that there's a, a threat going on uh, against the churches, you, you're very, very intent on bringing people in to help understand that, not only within the 200 Southern Baptist churches, but throughout the San Diego community. Mike yeah. Carlisle. You know, one of the things that's uh, dividing us right now, there's a lot of, of self-serving leadership. and The country's divided and we have different denominations. Some people think that that's a division for us. And we really want to join what you're trying to do here and bring the church together. Because you know what? If everybody this Sunday wanted to go to church, we think we've got a lot of churches. Hey, we got, we're doing really good in San Diego. Less than 5%. If everybody wanted to go to church Sunday, less than 5% of San Diego would have a seat to sit in on Sunday. Give you some idea. Say of, that number again, because that is absolutely amazing. Yeah. In other words, everybody in San Diego, three and a half million people in yes. this county, if they all wanted to come to church this Sunday, we couldn't facilitate. We couldn't facilitate. Less than five <laughs> percent yes. would actually be able to sit inside of a church building. Yeah. So there is a huge need to have a church in every community, every neighborhood, and that's defined. If there's a school there, that's a neighborhood. Yes. So we have 18 cities, as you know, in San Diego, um, plus the unincorporated area. So our heart is to see 
a Bible-believing, God-honoring, devil-defying, mountain-moving, faith-building <laughs> church in Devil every, defying, amen, I love every I neighborhood. <laughs> we want to depopulate Satan's zip code, <laughs> and we want San Diego to be a shining light. In fact, we're talking about it's it's a city. Um, what's our byline here? It's a not a beautiful city, but it's uh, uh, America, America's that, favorite city. That's right, an unconventional well, city. We want to make it America's city of light, yes. where... People are flying into San Diego, not because of the good weather and a vacation destination, but see, how is it that the body of Christ yes. is joining with businesses and media and arts and entertainment to impact this city for the transformation in terms of societal transformation and spiritual transformation of this entire region? Yes. That's our hope. That's our vision. And we want to be a part of that. Yes, yes, yes. And one of the things I mentioned in, in the introduction here is I've, I've seen you operate and sometimes, you know, let's just face it, my listening friend. The, there, there's a threat against the church. Right. The enemy of, of your soul, Satan himself, desires to vanquish anything that's going on that has to do with bringing people together and unifying one with another, having that one heart and that one new man. And uh, he's using government and laws and things like that against us. And he's, he's trying to even use people and uh, politics yeah. and things like that against us. And Michael, I've observed you that you, you're, you're seeing the big picture and you're saying the, the church needs to be educated. And so you not only bring people that are tied to the Southern Baptist Association, but you're inviting people throughout the county, ministers and beyond. Talk a little bit about that. Well, right now we have some coaching networks. I see myself as kind of a coach. I do my work behind the scenes. Judy does her work behind the scenes. Uh, Our fruit grows in other people's trees. (laughs) We want to be unseen. We want them to be able to, to prosper. So... What's exciting to me is every month, for example, we have one of our coaching networks is for pastors and leaders in the church, not just pastors, lay leaders. We want pastors to bring their, their leadership team with them. And we bring in a coach. Uh, it could be a coach about church planting, church strengthening, whatever. And we have a, a good hour and a half to really coach pastors. Yes. Plus, we have lunch together and fellowship together. So a couple of times a year, we want to open that up to the wider body of Christ and invite all of our uh, friends who are Bible-believing church pastors to yes. come be a part of that and, and enjoy the uh, input. Yes. Um, it's, and it it's can include women. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Thank absolutely. you, Judy. That's yeah. exactly right. Amen. Amen. Exactly. So, so uh, I've seen you when there have been some laws going on or some, some uh, uh, I don't know, uh, the AB, whatever that is mm-hmm. that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. Pastors are may be intimidated and may feel like they need to pull back on the fullness of the truth of the gospel. And that's just the opposite of what needs to happen. But we need to, we need to be in a place to know, know uh, what to do and how to do it and uh, how God is going to cover us in the midst of that. Well, we believe that secret outreach in this culture, yeah. which has changed dramatically, it used to be you could go knock on doors and talk to people about their faith. It's harder to do now than it used to be. And the yield per ton for that kind of exercise isn't as great as it yes. used to be. So right now we believe that the good works, in other words, sharing in transformational leadership in, in the communities. Uh, if the church can step into that, that good works creates goodwill. Now that you build trust, and goodwill opens the door then to have a conversation about the good news. Mm-hmm. And so we're encouraging our churches to step in with health and human services, and uh, we want to work with the cities and the governments. We want to work with people in business who care about uh, things such as homelessness and foster care and elder care. We care about those things, so we want to be a catalyst to bring people together so that we work together with people who have common causes. That's good. And especially young people who really are cause-focused because the boss of this generation is a cause. 
And uh, so Ex- explain your uh, the boss of this generation the is a cause. The boss of this generation is a cause. The millennials and the Generation Z, they're called now. They want to make a difference. They want to change the world. They don't want to do what has been happening in the past, go to church, sit in a pew, not do it. They want to get active and, and involved in that. And so we believe that if, if churches can step up, get involved, and start serving, that that's, in fact, Jesus said, if you want to be great, that's right, be a servant of all. I love that. So that's servant fantastic. leadership is the key to us being able to uh, to do the work. You made a comment here, and I, this, this really struck me when you said it. You talked about good works begets goodwill. Yeah. And that's, those, are, those are the foundation stones for actually uh, bringing people into relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, but also bringing people into ministry. I mean, there's so Absolutely. many good works out there that can be done. Uh, and if a person is armed with uh, an understanding of their Lord and Savior, when those good works uh, draw accolades and input, all of a sudden you can say, not me, I, you know, I'm just being obedient. Well, tell me about it. And there's your open door. That's so that it. good God. works bring the goodwill, which brings the salvation. Which brings the good news. Good news. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Amen. We've got about another couple minutes here. Okay. And Judy, anything that you wanted to add to this? You've heard, you, you've heard your husband talk maybe one or two times in your uh, life. Just a few <laughs> over the years. Uh, any, any thoughts uh, on this? Because I know your heart is that not only with the women, but in other ministries as well. Exactly. Like, for example, Kez, we have three, we call them party trailers, and they're totally packed with any and everything you could possibly use to do a party at a park or wherever. <laughs> and our 200 churches are picking up on it, and they're taking advantage. Yes. They rent them for $150 and take them to a park or on their church grounds. And we actually have other churches that are being the leadership, you know, doing the cotton candy, the popcorn machine, and so on, while the leadership of that church that has rented the party trailer they meet the people that are showing up for those parties. Ooh, it reminds me of a scripture that says, if, if you want to make friends, you must show yourself friendly. friendly. You bet. Right. So, so, so the issue really here is, you know, sometimes we think, I, I, don't, I don't know a bunch of scripture, but I know the Lord. And right. God will take you where you are, and he'll use you as a tool. But if it's hospitality or just being a word of encouragement to other people, he will use that as a springboard to bring people in. And if you have relationships with other, other people that have other levels of depth, that's where the arm and arm, uh, one can chase a thousand, two, ten thousand comes in because, you know, you hand, hand the baton over to a dear, cherished friend and they can take what you started and help build on that. Right. And all of a sudden, a person that's listening to it, they're going, I want to hear more about this because Scripture says, behold how they love one another. Mm-hmm. If these people are loving one another, I want more of that. You bet. Isn't that right? Absolutely right. So, well, one of the things too, I mean, Judy's a credentialed teacher. And uh, so she found out that one of the biggest problems we have in San Diego is third graders, many of them can't read. Oh, my. And so she worked with the county uh, board of education, Cindy Dunleavy, I think it was, and created that work. They had a program called um, Every Every Child, no, Every every Child a Reader. Every Child a Reader. Yeah. Every Child a Reader. Put together a program where we mobilize volunteers to go into public schools and help. Children learn how to read. changes their life. Because wow, wow, up wow. to the third grade, they're learning to read. From third grade on, they're reading to learn. If yes. they don't learn to read, everything goes south. Ooh, I like so that. you want to change the world, help third graders learn how to read. Ooh. Mike and Judy Carlisle co-hosting with me for this hour. We have another segment coming, and I know that this is a person who's been become a very dear friend of yours. Uh, he's tied to a, an, a vision called uh, Unite San Diego, 
And this is a man whom you've been partnering with for quite a while now. Right. And, and the big picture here, and this is my heart cry for the big picture here and come together San Diego, but Unite San Diego, I've brought this person on a time or two as well on this show because he has a, 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 a like heart that, that we have as well. So in this next segment, uh, Mike and, and Judy, we're going to have this person call in and share some insights as well. But you, my listening friend, you're going to be amazed to see how these things not only dovetail uh, with God's plan, but how God's plan is really worked out not only in Southern Baptist churches, but in different churches and denominations throughout the county, and so that the world can see that it's one body doing God's stuff, and Absolutely. that really draws other people. We'll Amen. talk more about that in this next segment. And my listening friend, I know that you're getting excited about this, and so are we. And we will be right back. More Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next on AM1210. K-Praise. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on AM 1210 K-Praise with Cass Taylor. And we are back, and I know this is an exciting show because you're getting to see, you know, you may not be a Southern Baptist person, and you may be doing other things, but isn't it nice to know that you've got other denominations that have your back? And, uh, you know, sometimes many of the things that caused dissension or deterioration in what God is doing in a certain area, and San Diego in particular, has been different denominations saying, this is all me, mine, thank you very much. And other denominations and other pastors go, I love what God is doing, but I, I, we need it needs to be a joint effort in this thing. And I, I love Mike and Judy Carlisle, who've been co-hosting with me, tied to the 200 churches in the Southern Baptist Association here, but it's a broader picture. It's a broader picture. And uh, so uh, when, whenever I hear some of the things that you're doing, not only tied to uniting San Diego County, uh, it thrills my heart, but then there are so many other people that have a similar heart cry. And this is a person that we're going to be bringing on the line here. It's been a friend of my, he's been a friend of mine for some time, but he's a, been a friend of yours as well. By the way, Judy Carlisle, as uh, Mike uh, speaks on, you, you are co-host as well. So if there's some things you want to uh, add to this, Feel free, Judy Carlisle. So, Mike, uh, why don't you do an introduction and give a little bit of overview, and let's bring our mutual friend on the air. Well, it's a new day, I think, in the church, because across the country, people are hungering uh, to to find something more effective than we've had in the past. And what, what I mean by that is that, you know, if churches can become successful, and yet the impact in terms of the moral conditions uh, marriages, uh, drug abuse, yes. the kind of things that are tearing our country apart. If we're not having an impact there, we have to ask why. Yeah. And so how do we work together on those extremely important causes to make our communities and cities better? And so um, you know, one of the things I'm hoping for is people like myself across the United States, uh, both Baptist and West, certainly beyond. There's, there's 60 to 80 cities right now that have a formal city transformational process, bringing churches together yes. to serve in their communities. Uh, there needs to be thousands of them. And, <laughs> and I, I think our next guest will say amen to that. Why yeah. don't you introduce Good. Michael Griffiths? Well, let me do that. Uh, you know, I worked at Vision San Diego here from 2006 until um, about 2012, and we had some great runs, had some great experiences, but now Unite San Diego has picked up the banner, and Michael Griffiths has given leadership to that. I'm still on the board for it and love what he's doing, and Michael has already developed relationships with a couple other Unite San Diego. Yes. So, Michael, are you on the line? I am on the line. Can you hear me? Oh, very well. And I'm going to let um, the two Michaels have have their way, and, and Judy and I are going to intercede where necessary. Well, Michael, in San Diego, we've had a number of uh, runs at uh, trying to impact the city, and right now we're in the Unite San Diego 
brand. So why don't you talk a little bit about how that's working and how we're partnering actually with independent entities that still that all use the name Unite San Diego. Well, thank you, Mike, and I've been listening to your conversations. Uh, it is exciting as we look at um, uh, your leadership, Mike and Judy, in, in the region and how you have a heart to uh, not only uh, steward what God's given you with the with the Southern Baptist Association, but also uh, have that be a resource to the greater body of Christ in the region. And that really became the building block for Unite San Diego, um, because you began uh, Vision San Diego, um, and we've uh, rebranded it Unite San Diego, but initially it was Vision. It is still Vision San Diego, actually. It's a vision. And there are many visions across the region, and, and we're asking ourselves, what is God's vision for the region? Amen. What does he want to see happen? And what is it that wants to happen in the region? And that's what we want to give ourselves to. We really believe that God wants the body of Christ to be united. Well, one of the things, one of the things I want to say this to Michael already understands this too, has worked uh, in the Bay Area and here in this in this whole area. But years ago, it's interesting, this whole thing kind of came about when uh, um, Bill Bright with Campus Crusade had the sort of vision of seeing what's now called the sort of seven mountains of influence over a community. And he, he saw that unless those mountains of influence, be it media, arts, entertainment, business, government, could come together, you, you're going to get opposition. You've got to be all working together. And then, interesting, uh, Lauren Cunningham, who's the uh, founder and, of YWAM, Youth with a Mission, had the same vision about the same time. And then later on, Francis Schaefer, who's, God rest his soul, had a similar vision. So now we're seeing the power of bringing the business community. So, Michael, talk a little bit about our, uh, our government impact with uh, the well, mayor's lunches. Right. And we, we, um, we have many leaders that are uh, believers that are in different uh, leadership positions across our city. And we, um, one, of the, one of the people that uh, we, we all love is, is our mayor in, in East County, Mayor Bill Wells. And uh, Bill and I uh, got together a few years ago and, and had envisioned um, doing these luncheons called Mayor's Prayer Luncheons on the National Day of Prayer. And so we invited the other mayors of the East County to join us, and, and many leaders showed up. Maybe four, three, four hundred leaders showed up on the National Day of Prayer for the Mayor's Prayer Lunch. Since then, that vision is multiplied. We're still doing it in the East County, but now there's one up in the North County, up uh, in Carlsbad area that brings together the coastal communities in the North County. And there's another one now that sprung up in the uh, Rancho Bernardo area that brings together the cities and the mayors and the leaders in that I-15 corridor on the inland part of the North County. And and there's another one downtown that sprang up. Um, and we've been uh, rallying at the uh, Jacobs Center out in southeast San Diego. So the vision so, is the vision is expanding, right? Expanding, and, it's, and people are taking it and running with it, so much so that I sometimes... I don't know what's all going on. <laughs> Just kind of getting out of the way, right? But that's, what Just that says is Michael and Mike is, is it's the God thing, and that's a, that's a good encouragement, isn't it? Mm. And, you know, when we can get out of the way, Holy Spirit has his way. Amen. Look out, and, and Judy said amen. <laughs> I did, and I'm so seeing that. We're, we're, we're seeing probably, if I had to guess, roughly 1,500 to 2,000 of the region's top leaders convened at four different locations 
for these mayor's events, and each one has a theme. It has a speaker. They have projects that they want to do in the community where the church can provide the resources and the leadership to help bring resources and blessing to serve the community and the vision of the mayors and the leaderships in the different cities. Well, actually, it's going across the uh, the country right now. There's a thing called Movement Day, Michael and I have been a part of, too, yes. that's taken place. It started at New York City, and now it's in Dallas, and now it's going yep. to other countries of the world mm-hmm. where people are picking up the same vision of seeing that, you know, we can make a difference. We can. And uh, when, we, when we come at the communities and say, how can we serve you? Yes. It just uh, it changes everything. Mike, I'd like yep. for you to share where you want to go, where you and Michael are thinking about opening what we do once a month for the pastors. Yes, oh, yes. Good. And, and uh, do it in a minute. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Michael and, and I talked about it. Do it in one this. minute. I will, I will. Well, Mike and Judy, have you heard, have been serving the pastors in their association, the 200 Southern Baptist churches. And what we are envisioning is there are other denominational streams. There's Assembly of God, there's Calvary Chapels, there's many other uh, denominational streams in the region, and could could we all uh, kind of come together uh, maybe two or three times a year and and enjoy a meal and start to think about and dream about what God wants to do in the region? If we were all together in it, we could maybe make a huge difference and have a huge impact. So that's what we're dreaming about, is coming together two or three times a year in a uh, lunch-type setting, and right Mike and Judy have are willing to help serve that and provide leadership for that vision to come to pass. Very good. Uh, Mike, Michael Griffiths, uh, Unite San Diego, quick uh, website for you, Michael. Yeah, it's UniteSanDiego.com. That's pretty simple. And um, Mike Carlisle, Reverend Minister Mike Carlisle, I kind of tease him around because we've been friends for a while. And so, I, keep, I keep telling him there's only one Reverend. His name's Jesus. <laughs> I like that. So <laughs> a, a, a website for you. Well, our uh, our denominational website is San Diego Baptists. That's plural. dot com, or short one is sdsba.net. Okay, thank you, Michael Griffiths. Thanks for joining us in this segment, and Mike and thank Judy Carlisle. Thank you for co-hosting with me for the hour. Amazing, an amazing hour, friends. I hope you're beginning to see how unity is not a single denominational sport. Amen. It's something that has to be uh, picked up, and not only the baton handed periodically back and forth, but it's also the entire body of Christ doing our thing, which is really God's thing. So we're going to be uh, talking about this. This is what Come Together San Diego is all about. In our next segments, we're going to talk about the supernatural and prayer value of healing and how that ties into the big picture as well. So don't go away, my friends. First of all, Mike uh, and Judy Carlisle, thank you for co-hosting with me this hour. Privilege. And my friends, we will be right back. Love you, buddy. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on AM 1210 K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. God loves San Diego. This is AM 1210, K-Praise. KPRZ, San Marcos, Poway. A service of Salem Media Group. Now, more of Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. And we're back for another hour. Isn't this amazing, all the things that are going on in San Diego County and all the different people whom God has called to forge forward in that? And all of a sudden, when we realize that there are other people to our left and are right that God is calling as well. It uh, it takes a lot of individual pressure off because it's God doing God's thing using his kids, and that's you and me, my listening friend. <laughs> Welcome to Come Together San Diego, the second hour. My guest host for this final hour is one of the 
humble uh, is humblest a word? I wonder if humblest, or m- m- most humble people that I know. Her name is Benji Dam. She's the facilitator at Beach Chapel for the healing rooms there, but goes so far beyond that as well. Benji, it's good to have you with me, and uh, we're going to have some fun talking about healing and other things, aren't we? Yes, we are. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and I know that you're excited. You've, you've got uh, a bunch of papers here that you wanted to go through and, and talk. You'll find that these 11-minute segments go very fast. But, Benji, before we do, one of the things I like to do on this show, my friend, is give people an idea of what else is going on in San Diego County. And uh, one of the things that's going on right here that I didn't even know about it until just a little bit earlier uh, today, my, one of our producers, Neil Fraser, said, are you aware what's going on in East County, a 77-hour worship and praise thing concurrently, 77 hours? Right. And I said, uh, Neil, we'll try to get this person on the line. I want to give him an opportunity to share his heart briefly in a couple minutes. And Larry, are you there? Yes. Larry, uh, help me pronounce your last name. Is it Monforte? Monteforte? Right, Mont- Monteforte. Very good. And Larry, we are so honored to have you just on a brief moment here on the show because we talk about Come Together San Diego, and you have God has stirred your heart to bring worshipers together. And am I understanding this right? 77 hours of, of continual worship going on uh, from your house, and you're at the, the last few hours of that right now. Just give, give us a minute or two overview on what's been going on there. Okay. Um, so I'm, I'm, first of all, I just want to thank you for you know, calling me. Um, I feel humbled and very honored to be online right now. Um, but it's been amazing the last 77 hours. Um, <laughs> we've, I'm telling you, I'm like, God's been so incredible. Uh, he's so amazing. Um, and what, what kind of stirred us was it all started for us back in um, August of last year, actually. Uh, we were, my, my son and myself and my niece, Taylor, um, we were going to the beaches of Del Mar and we were praying and um, the Spirit really led us to um, pray for multiple hours at a time, and we were just feeling a burden for our families um, and our loved ones and um, the city of San Diego. And we, we just were there, and um, we, we've been through quite a few journeys here in the last year, and we came into a, to a property that we're living in now in El Cajon, and um, we decided to, to open up the home as a, as a house that would be dedicated to the things of the Spirit, to God, and what He would want to have for this time. And um, so we just, by faith, we were we had heard through my my niece's uh, brother, uh, my niece's boyfriend, uh, Julius, that um, they were doing uh, back east. They had these things called like a burn. Yes, twenty uh, four hour burns. Yes, yes, yes. So, Larry, uh, we yeah. only have a limited amount of time here, but um, you're you're in your in seven, you're concluding seventy seven hours. Is that not correct? Right. Yeah. We're right now in our entering our 77th hour. Wow. And um, so, yeah, it's been amazing. So let me just say thank you very much, Larry. And my listening friend, here's the deal. God is stirring you to do things that are unconventional as well. Move out into it. God is giving a spirit of freedom in, in San Diego County. And there will be people, Larry, you didn't know all the people that were leading worship at your place for the 77 hours, did you? No, I didn't know <laughs> most of any of it. <laughs> so <laughs> what's happening, here, here's what's happening in San Diego County, my friend. And Larry, I want to thank you for the call. I'm going to let you go, but I want to thank you for the phone call to give us some insights on what God is doing there. Thank you for joining us, Larry. Yeah. But my listening friend, okay. here, here's the deal. Uh, God is doing things throughout San Diego County, and if you move forward and you let 
people know uh, passively, all of a sudden you're going to people to your right and your left saying, I want a part of this. Let's do this as a team. And uh, Benji Dam, who is tied to the healing rooms, not only at Beach Chapel, but tied to the healing rooms elsewhere, you're seeing kind of a, a joint effort and you hadn't realized how big this kind of thing could be. Benji Dam. Yes, I see a unity in all, so many bodies. It, instead of it becoming, you go to this church or yes. you go to that church, it's just yes. united friendships <laughs> from all churches, and it doesn't really matter where you go to church. That's right. And Everybody's uh, focus is on uh, just loving the Lord and being loved by the Lord. Yes, and I, I'm seeing a, a paradigm shift happening in San Diego County. It used to be, this is my church, here's what we're doing, and I, my blinders are on, and I can't look around and see what else is going on in the body of Christ. The, God has taken the blinders off your eyes. Not only are you doing things with Beach Chapel, but beyond that as well. Talk a little bit about your heart cry for healing and how other people are joining along with you. Well, we have um, started the healing room two years ago at Beach at Chapel. Beach Chapel. And uh, it's just blossomed into a huge thing. And um, just watching people not only get healed, but get freed up and coming to know who Jesus truly is. Yes. And knowing the love and the peace of God. We also do a unity of worship and the prophetic and the healing rooms (laughs) once a month now, too. And it's just amazing. Henry Haney is our worship leader. We are so blessed to have him. Let me just mention, my friend, I love Henry Haney. He's been a friend for quite a while. But he's a worship leader's worship leader, but he's also a leader of leaders. And uh, you you work closely with them as well. And and wouldn't you say that worship and healing go hand in hand? Absolutely. Absolutely. And the prophetic. And the prophetic. It's all one and you, prayer. Actually, yeah. all the things that God wants us to do, they go hand in hand. And when we realize that, then all of a sudden, it's not just a, a, a time we're gathering together in prayer. All of a sudden, it's gathering together in prayer, but we worship together at the same It just happening yeah. naturally flows. And all of a sudden, people are getting healed. All of a sudden, and people are getting set free. Are you kidding me? That's what the body of Christ is supposed to be, isn't it, Benji? Totally. <laughs> you know, I just encourage people to get their hands out of their pockets <laughs> and start Until an offering, then you can put them back yeah. in your pocket. It's um, such a wonderful ministry, ministering to other people, and and uh, as the biggest thing, one of the biggest things I've seen in the Beach Chapel healing rooms, we have a very large team of people that have been trained, and and they're from all different churches, not just Beach Chapel. I mean, all different denominations and churches, and um. We've become a family unit that loves to pray for people. But as we pray for people, we too get healed. Exactly. And healed in every aspect, mind, body, soul, yes. spirit. Yes, spirit, soul, and body. I love yeah. it, Benji. And it's just, it's it's amazing and wonderful to see God work. Uh-oh, let me cry. Oh, I know. That's okay, my friend. It's okay to cry on the radio here. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I've it's beautiful. As well. It's beautiful to see what's happening in San Diego. Yes, and my heart, Benji, as you know, has been really seeing what God is doing in San Diego. And then you have different churches throughout the county that are rising to that occasion. But it's not only about that church, but it's about the churches and the people 
that surround that as well. And all of a sudden, it's not a church; it's the Church of San Diego County. Exactly. Wow, how amazing is that? Yeah, let me let me put really it in a little amazing. quick plug for Beach Chapel, one right. of the greatest churches I've ever seen. Yes. And if you want to find out more about that, if you don't have a place to go, uh, Google Beach Chapel in Encinitas. You'll love that. But Benji, you you're in a position where you're leading other people to lay hands on people and pray over people. And uh, we've maybe got a minute left in this in, in this segment, but give an example of some of the things that are actually happening healing-wise in the minute we have here, and then we'll carry it on to the next segment. Well, like I said, we've had people healed of cancer. Yes. Of, of just a, a, an array of maladies. Yes. But I think the thing that I'm seeing is people are getting healed of inner hurts that have, Kept them from knowing the full love of Christ. Say that again. Inner hurts that have kept them from knowing the full love of full Christ. Love of Christ. That God is their Father, and He His intention toward them is to love them. Yes, and I'm going to have you change the vernacular here. Not His intention towards them. Speak to the listening person here. His intention towards you, my listening friend. Yes, His intentions toward you, my listening friend. <laughs> Because God is so much bigger than all this. Oh, yes. You know, if the more that you uh, develop a personal relationship with our Savior God, the more that you are full of him and not of you. Yes, yes, yes. And the more that you can minister to others. Yes. You know, my my friend, are you sensing that Holy Spirit is starting to bubble up around here? And when that happens on the show, uh, I have learned to kind of let loose of the handlebars and let God have his way. We do have a commercial break coming up, and Benji Dam uh, with the Beach Chapel Healing Rooms is staying with us. But you also are bringing on some friends to call in. Absolutely. Uh, We're going to talk more about that as well. And you're going to find out, my friend, how God is doing a corporate effort in bringing people to the Lord through healing, through setting them free, through uh, giving them uh, a, a song or, or any number of different things. The calling that you have, my friend, is part of God's bigger picture. We're going to talk a little bit more about that on the next segment. Benji Dam, uh, Healing Rooms, is going to be co-hosting with me for this hour, and we will be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on AM 1210 K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. I'll tell the world. world, world. Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor on AM 1210 K-Praise. I'll tell the world. And my friend, that's exactly what we're doing here. We're telling the world about Jesus, but we're also telling the world about Jesus' kids and how we're listening to Holy Spirit and trying to be obedient to him so that it can draw all the people unto him. Isn't that amazing? And Benji Dam uh, uh, with the Healing Rooms in Beach Chapel is with me, but uh, the vision for healing in San Diego County goes even broader than that, doesn't it, Benji? Yes. And there's a friend that we have on the line. Why don't you introduce, uh, I, I like to call him the Shep, but his name is Dan Shepler. He is a man that has a heart, has had a heart for healing rooms uh, for many, many, many years. Why don't you do the introduction, Benji, Dan? And you want to just, just and say, here, here. hi, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> well done. See, Benji knows how to cut right to the chase. <laughs> Dan, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? We're doing we're doing fine, and Benji, I, I've I've been observing uh, Dan Shepler and Sarah, his his wife, yeah. for many years. They have had a heart for San Diego County like one would 
not believe because and they they have been tied to healing room vision as well. So why don't you give us an overview of the vision God gave you, Dan Shepler, and <clears throat> Benji, your co-host, so you get to intercede and and ask questions as well. So uh, Dan Shepler and uh, healing rooms, lay it on us, man. All right. Well, um, you know, I really wanted to to work in a ministry that involved the whole church and not just a single church. I just felt like if all the churches got together, wouldn't they make a difference in the city? So I got a, a cassette tape of the healing ministry that was starting up in Spokane, Washington. And I went up there and with a group of friends and I came back and said, we need to do this. This is what we're made to do, heal the sick. And we started out in the year 2000 in a little office building up in Elkhorn Boulevard. And I thought we were going to win people to the Lord through healing. And God started sending uh, Christians. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I cried out to him and said, Lord, uh, where are all the non-believers? And he said, well, you're up to heal my my people, so then go out and get them. So I said, okay. So after a very short time, you know, we ended up with, I started with six of my friends, and in the period of about a year and a half, we ended up with uh, 187 workers from 40 churches. Say that number again. How amazing is that, Dan Shepler? We, we ended up with 187 workers from 40 different churches. And we were open three days a week, and people just, I mean, people would wait five hours in the waiting room for 15-minute prayer. Wow. And God just started healing the sick. I mean, we started taking testimonies, and we literally filled three three-ring binders that were three oh inches thick. My, my, and Benji has some thoughts that she wants to ask as well. Yeah, Okay. Dan, don't you feel, um, I know I do, and what I'm seeing in the healing rooms at Beach, which you're very familiar with, um, that it's a major evangelical tool. Wow. Good question. Oh, correct. I I believe in Sozo and, you know, um, there's healing in the atonement, and that means that... Um, God didn't die on the cross for your sins and then have to come back and die again for your healing. He died once and for all. Cross, he said, it, it is finished. So um, I've, over the last 18 years, I've come to the realization that um, healing is for salvation. I mean, wow. people come to the Lord the second they're healed. And it's the best time to reach them because God just did a miracle in them. Yes. So, do you find do you, do you find this is interesting that you say uh, uh, they come to the Lord and they're healed? Sometimes it can work the other direction as well. You know, sometimes they're healed, they come to the Lord, and sometimes they come to the Lord and they're healed. And God's not particular how He does this. Mm-hmm. He just wants us to be the whole person, spirit, soul, and body. Dan, would you agree with that? Absolutely. I, I just found, uh, we're in the healing business, and we just found that this is the perfect tool for evangelism because you've got a captive audience. When God moves in their life and the Holy Spirit touches them, there's no better time to say, hey, you want to meet the guy that just did <laughs> just, that? Yes, yes, yes. Benji, any thoughts on that as well, Benji, Dan? Yes, I, I just feel, and I think you do too, Dan, per 
prior conversations we've had that uh, the signs and wonders are to show people God's glory so they would come to know him. Yes, yes. And uh, that's what I see in the healing rooms, and I know that you see the same thing along those lines. Before we go any further, let me give you both a chance to give uh, website information on how people can find out more about that. Your, yours, uh, Benji, yours is really tied to Beach, Beach Chapel. Chapel. So, my friend, you can Google Beach Chapel and find out all about the healing rooms. Isn't right. that right, Benji? Correct. And how about you, Dan Schepler? Um, info at sandiegohealingrooms.com. Info at sandiegohealingrooms.com. And Beach is on that, too. And Beach is on that, as well. And our webpage is just sandiegohealingrooms.com. My listening friend, you know, healing is a big part of relationship with God. He wants you not only to be healed, but he wants to take you to take your experiences. And sometimes it takes a little bit longer. Who knows what God's strategy is? But even in the thick of those longer times, he can use you to say, you know, God is faithful and the stuff that I'm going through, just watch and see what God does as a result of it. And it's always going to be glorious. Something glorious is going to happen from that. Dan, you want to give some insight on what I just said? Yeah, I, I'm... I'm trying to think of what you just said. Uh, well, sometimes it's, sometimes the, the healing may be protracted just a little bit, but God has an ulterior motive even in the midst of that. You know, the thing that really blows me away every single time just about is, you know, we we hear what they want prayer for. We, we ask God what he wants to do. We do that. They get healed. And... We think, wow, it's really great that he healed the one thing they came in for, and we find out that their whole life came into alignment and God oh. healed them completely. And I think that's what you're saying. Yes. It's just not, we are so narrow-sighted in what God really wants to do. We just think of the one thing they're standing right in front of us. Yes. But I tell you what, he's a complete service person. Um, <laughs> a full-service God. <laughs> yeah, full-service God. We know, the more I see this, the more I think we know nothing. <laughs> exactly. And, I, I, you know, I appreciate that because sometimes a person who was looking for physical healing, but the key to the sustained physical healing is a change of heart or change of attitude or taking some of the grudges that you had and absolving those so God can say, now I can heal you and that healing can be sustained. Benji, any thoughts on that? Yes, I find that one of the key things for um, disease and illnesses, and not always, but one of the key things that I see is unforgiveness. Unforgiveness. um, We try to really tap into that with people and help them walk through it so that they can be freed up from from the... um, the bondage, yes, the bondage, bondage that they have, yeah, that's and that's really is. restraining them from having right. a full experience of God's health. Right, and and so they come to know the peace and the yes. love of the Father, yes. and instead of anger, and yes, anxiety and anxiety things like that. Dan, Dan Shepler, we have about thirty seconds left in this segment. Leave leave us with a thirty second nugget, a Dan Shepler thirty second healing nugget. Uh, lay it on us, Dan. I'm sorry to put you on the spot, but I know you well enough to know that uh, you've got all, a lot of those things in your hip pocket anyway. So, Dan Shepler, lay it on us. Okay, well, we had a girl that came into our healing rooms and was really touched, and she went on a vacation to New York, and she got a severe headache, went to the doctor, and the doctor said, you have cancer, three tumors, you're going to die. 
And she said, well, I don't receive that in Jesus' name. She said, I'm sorry, but you're not going to make it home. And she said, well, I don't agree with that. And went to um, the Mayo Clinic and got the same report. Told that doctor the same thing. Said, she's coming home. The guy said, you're not going to make the plane trip home. She came home, and not only did she go to the healer room to get healed, she went to her doctor and they couldn't find any tumors anywhere. <laughs> Dan so, Shepler, my, my, my. <laughs> yeah, one, one of many stories. And my listening friend, you want to find out more about those stories, I'll open your heart up to healing and prayer for healing. And uh, I'm not saying this is the only uh, two people that <laughs> can do this. There are people throughout the county, and maybe even you can pray for yourself. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Dan Shepler, thank you for joining us on this segment and spending some time with us and telling us about the joys and deeper truths tied with healing. Dan Shepler, thank you for joining us. Well, thank you. My pleasure. It's our God pleasure. Bless. Benji, how amazing is this? Now, you're going to be with me for the entire hour, and we're going to be introducing some more people that are flowing over with wisdom about healing and prayer and other things that God is doing. So, Yes. yes. Well, the two women that are sitting here, I know you can't see You can't see, see them, my listening friend. They're just they're our peanut gallery. <laughs> yes. One is my daughter who has put up with me throughout all yes. the hair pulling and <laughs> getting this together. The other one is my mentor, Daria yes, Rosenberg, yes, yes, yes. who and has walked me through this ministry yes, for yes, yes. well over a year before yes. we ever started it. Very good. Benji Dam, thanks for joining us on this segment. We've got more segments to come and more people to introduce you to, my listening friend, that are going to give you nuances of healing that you perhaps have never even considered. We'll be talking with those people and uh, letting them share their heart so that you can be empowered more than you can even imagine. Come Together San Diego, Kaz Taylor and Benji Dam, we'll be right back. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on AM 1210 K-Praise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor on AM 1210 K-Praise. And Benji Dam remains with me as co-host this hour of Healing Rooms Beach Chapel and beyond. I like to say beyond because you're doing much more than just one church environment. You're kind of going throughout the body of Christ in San Diego. Healing is just not uh, acclimated or tied to a single denomination or single church. God wants to do it throughout his believers throughout San Diego County because it's going to bring people to him. Isn't that right, Benji Dam? That's right. <laughs> and this is a person whom you and I have known for some time. And this is a, this is, I've walked a long paths with this man. He has been a friend of mine for many, many years, probably decades. And uh, when it talks about, uh, when we talk about a person who has a real heart, not only for healing, but for whatever God is doing, this, that is what this person is, and his name is Bill Burkhardt. But why don't you t- just not only say, hi, Bill Burkhardt, but introduce him. Come on, radio announcer. Come on, Benji. <laughs> yes, I want to introduce Bill Burkhart. Yes. Um, who is a prophet at our church. Uh, yep. So he has Excuse a spirit me. of prophecy. Yes, yes indeed. he does, and prophesied my position in the healing room several years ago. Wow, wow, wow. But he's, yeah. he, he loves healing as well. He, he loves, loves worship and praise. He loves teaching. He, Are you kidding? He loves people. He loves people. There you yeah. go. That's the bottom line. He radiates. It? Are you tired Christ. of us talking about you, Bill Burkhardt? <laughs> uh, 
That's such a, of a loving introduction. I'm not <laughs> sure I can live up to it. Well, you, you, you'll do your best. I know you. Bill Burkhart, uh, I know Benji has some questions about the healing, as, healing room and things like that as it relates to you. Did you say, Benji, that he prophesied into your, what you're doing right now? Tell a little bit about the story. And then, Bill Burkhart, I'm going to have you uh, give some color commentary in the midst of it because you, you were there, and here you are as well. Benji? Yes, I was sitting outside. We have picnic tables. Yes at our church yes. and I was sitting out with outside with a friend of mine named Eddie and he was talking to me about my vision uh, for the healing rooms and I told him in detail, great yes. detail, what my vision was and um, when I got through we were talking about something else. Bill Burkhart came by and he said, you know, God's given me a vision. A, a word prop, for you. A word yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And it was exactly what I just got through saying. To <laughs> What's your recollection of that, Bill Burkhart, longtime friend? Uh, I, I actually don't recall that, but <laughs> um, but I'm grateful that I had words that confirmed God's will for her life and that could encourage her. Um, I'm super excited about Benji. Um, you know, pastors often have a focus on building their own local churches. Yes. But Benji is pastoring in a way where she's pastoring the community. Yes. Um, and so, I mean, Jesus' mandate was not to just uh, build a wall around um, a church. That's true. And he, he didn't say, he says, I'm going to build my church. He's not saying, didn't say, I want you to build your church. He wants to build his church. And Benji has a heart cry for that. And Bill Burkhart, you do as well. Continue. Yeah. So, um, so. You know, even though I'm going to mention Beach Chapel, it's not. I'm not mentioning it in the context that I'm trying to plug a local church. I'm just proud of Benji um, for reaching out to the community. About 30%, she's told me, of the people that come to Healing Rooms are not Christians, and the greater majority of them are not even part of that local church. And there's people coming from out of state. And so two things are happening. The community is being loved and the Christians are being activated to use their supernatural gifts. And it's a win-win. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. And when when you allow Holy Spirit to input into your life and you're an open, available vessel, there's no telling where he can take it. You know, uh, in, beyond be receiving prayer, uh, you give prayer, but not only that, but you're opening yourself up to Holy Spirit to say, here's what else I want you to do. And Bill, I've seen you function in this as a, a man who is an encourager of people, you walk up to somebody and you just you you help them launch into their calling. And uh, Benji, I know that, that you've seen that with Bill as well. All the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Bill, what uh, words of wisdom do you have to share with us in regards to healing? And by the way, my listening friend, you realize Bill Burkhart has been given this growing mandate to go outside not only of San Diego, not on, only outside of the United States, but to the nation's. So, Bill, you, how, do, how does healing look when you go to other nations? Uh, do you see a little bit more uh, openness or reticence? What's it looking like? Uh, it depends on where you're at. I've, I've been to Africa, and uh, it seems like most countries in Africa have cultivated such a hunger for supernatural healing because the people um, don't have enough money for doctors. Yes, yes. And so, and so uh, they have... Uh, breakthrough praise sessions in most African churches 
that uh, cultivate an atmosphere for supernatural healing, and they really have a gift of faith to receive healing. Yes. Um, so, but healing works wherever you're at, and God is just in the business of healing people. Yes. Uh, I want, one thing that excites me, too, about the healing rooms that happen every week is that also alongside the healing rooms, uh, we're starting to do worship rooms. Yes. Um, and we're starting to do prophetic rooms. And <laughs> so those are both um, focused on reaching the community. The worship rooms are intending um, to expose uh, people that wouldn't be in a church to to God's presence. Yes. Because we don't, I don't believe that the church should be hogging God's presence for, for themselves. I think <laughs> that we should be intentionally exposing God's presence to people that don't know Him. And uh, that happens through worship. So when you have worship rooms happening alongside of healing rooms, you cultivate an atmosphere where not only can people receive healing, but people can experience God's presence for maybe the first time in their life, a type of person that wouldn't set foot in a church. Yes, exactly. Are you seeing that, Benji, when you when you pray with people and, and uh, entrust God to heal them, people that are, are not really familiar with the church jargon, but have a real heart for God? Absolutely. I think a lot of people um, have been hurt yes. in churches mm-hmm. and um, yeah, and have just are, are kind of fed up with the religious aspect mm-hmm. and and are coming into enjoying the freedom <laughs> that uh, the healing rooms and the worship rooms and the prophetic bring. Yes, yes. Bill Burkhardt, speak just briefly about God wanting to heal us from religion. That's a funny line in, in many ways, but God does want us to, to be healed from religion, and he wants to transform that religion into relationship. You want to speak briefly about this, Bill Burkhardt of Beach okay. Chapel? So <laughs> I just think man does. Um, a job, um, unfortunately, of taking what God intends for good and warping it into something that creates bondage instead of freedom. Yes. Um, And so that's true for religion. It can be, you can come to God um, and, you know, through Christ, and it's a free gift, and then you can... um, sort of be placed on a religious treadmill of trying to perform for God's approval by jumping through uh, religious hoops or trying to check boxes. And honestly, we don't have to do anything to get God to love us. He, He decided to love us, and really all we need to do is receive the love that He has, and then that empowers us for internal transformation, and that's really good news. Bill Burkhardt, thank you for joining us on this segment. It goes quickly, especially when we have, we, we, we're loaded with so many different topics. But Bill Burkhardt and my listening friend, this is a man whom I've uh, embraced, and he's embraced me for many years. I've watched him grow in the Lord, and he's watched me grow in the Lord as well. So Bill Burkhardt, thank you for who you are and what you do, and thank you for joining us on this segment. Thank you, Bill. You're welcome. Well, Good to be with you. It's a pleasure. Benji, how remarkable is this? And my friend, what you're seeing here is community happening. It's yes. not tied to a religion or even an individual church. It's community happening. Right. And when that happens, God has his way. That's right. <laughs> well, it brings the freedom of who we were supposed to be. We're yes. supposed to be one big family of believers, not individual pockets 
Exactly. Um, so, oh, so you're just seeing a huge movement right it now. It is. It's and very, isn't it exciting to be right in the thick of it, Benji Dam? My listening friend, uh, we're going to take a break here and come right back, but I want to introduce you to still another person who's an intimate friend with uh, Benji Dam and me, but also another person who has some major insights, not only prayer, healing, but the whole strategy of God. He's a, he's a very wise man, and we're going to introduce that person in the next segment as well. So I hope you're starting to get excited about what God is doing, but look in the mirror because he's doing it to and through you as well. Right. We will be right back, won't we, Benji? Yes, we will. More Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next on AM 1210 K-Praise. Now, more of Come Together San Diego the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. And thank you. Benji Dam is with me co-hosting for this hour. And Benji, the hour is almost up. Can you believe that? No, it went really it fast. It goes fast. And uh, one of the things you mentioned when we were off the air really struck me about uh, people that are listening to the show and how they, uh, your prayer is what? That they get healed? Totally healed. As a result of this broadcast? Over the air, As God a, can do anything. And we're talking about right now at this very right instant? Right here and now. <laughs> and if you have anything, any malady in your life, we call the Holy Spirit to come to touch you, to heal you, to minister to your heart, to show you his love and peace, and that the, the golden oil of Gilead would oh. flow down from heaven from mm-hmm. the top of your head to the tip of your in Jesus' name. My listening friend, can you see when you have wild, wild, crazy firecrackers like this, Benji Dam, you just kind of open it up to Holy Spirit, Benji can take it away and look out world. And thank you for that prayer. And I believe that many people not only listen to this thing live, but listen to it in the archives, they're going to be healed as a result of this. Not through you, but no, through no. Holy Spirit speaking to and through you, Benji Dam. And, this, right. and he desires... It's always, it's always about God. And, and he Jesus desires to do that. And when you're talking about it, it's always about God, there's a person on the line right now that we want to introduce to yes. you, my friend. And this is a man whom... Uh, Benji and I have known for a long time. He's impacted my life. He's given me a lot of freedom, not only uh, in, in my life to do the calling, but uh, and, and Benji as well. He, he's he got a ministry. He calls himself self-retired pastor. <laughs> Freewater School of Supernatural Discipleship and Larry Peltier. And why don't you tell just a moment about Larry, and then we're going to bring him on the line right now, Benji. Larry Peltier has been my pastor for... Many decades, yes, and friend, yes, and um, I've watched him uh, be the connector, far exceeding anybody else I know that has connected more pastors with the supernatural Holy Spirit here in San Diego yes. than anything I've ever seen. It was just like he came back from a school back east on fire with the Holy Spirit. And passed it around like nobody I've ever seen. Well, uh, Reverend Connector, how you doing, Larry? (laughs) Good to have you with us. Thank you for your kind words. (laughs) Larry Larry Peltier, I mean, he's he's a man who's embedded himself in the presence of the Holy Spirit, and he desires to spill on everybody else as well. Larry, tell us what you're doing and how prayer and healing play key roles in this. Well, I'm just a uh, uh, soldier for Christ. I'm I'm just 
waiting day by day as I pray every day for the Lord to open the doors and send me where he wants me to go and do the things that he wants me to do. And he's been very faithful. I'm very blessed since I retired from the pulpit after 40 years um, to find these locations where God just shows me his tremendous love for people and then is faithful to me to just show up and do whatever I ask him to do. Yes. So good. So I know that you are really involved with the stand down in uh, up in East County and, and in San Diego. Stand down. The stand down for what the is military. That, oh, what is that? It's, um, yeah, you tell them, Larry. Oh, it's the uh, stand down in North County for homeless veterans and uh, um, underprivileged veterans right now living in certain circumstances. They've had them in San Diego for many years. Uh, we've had two so far in North County, San Diego, and expecting to go this year and every year. Uh, fantastic ministry. I'm the chaplain or the pastor in charge of spiritual care for um, what turns out to be a three- to four-day event, ministering to homeless and needy vets. Wow. Yes. Do you find that... Um Mike Hutchings, Pastor Mike Hutchings' teachings on PTSD um, are involved in that ministry as far as you're concerned? Well, if you ever run into Pastor Mike Hutchings, whatever he's doing healing-wise affects you. Because <laughs> powerful man of God. And, of course, uh, the tremendous victories that he's getting in PTSD all over the place are a testimony to just his faith and the power of God. Uh, but um, people are just uh, to go and do likewise. Yes. Hey, Larry, let me, t- let me ask you a question. Uh, you, you, you're a guy who's actually has a, a, a broader perspective than a person that's maybe a, a pastor or a leader in an individual, individual church. They may not actually see the bigger picture, and you've dedicated yourself to stepping back and taking a look at what's going on in San Diego County. How, uh, how do you think God is moving in San Diego County when it comes to healing? And obviously you talked about the military and the maladies that one has coming back from uh, warfare, but uh, God is kind of knitting things together, and one of the key pivotal parts of that moving things together is healing. You want to speak just briefly about that, Larry Peltier? Yeah, I think healing is the uh, open-door opportunity into the marketplace for people to have great encounters with the Lord in healing and then sharing the gospel. Uh, obviously, the ultimate healing is salvation itself. The <laughs> That's Bible so good. The central theme of the entire Bible is resurrection. Jesus resurrected the ultimate healing over death itself. You know, he who has the Son has life. We pass immediately from death to life when we encounter Christ and accept him as Lord and Savior. So that that initial healing and all other healings that go on for uh, pathologies that people have, whether it's physical pain, emotional, social, the demonic, it doesn't matter what it is, they receive the benefit of not only the healing and perhaps relief of pain and suffering, but also of having that initial encounter with the living God, a, mir- a miracle. We're calling that, that supernatural is- healing because that actually reconnects them with the Father who intended them to be healthy from the very beginning, but you have to have a relationship with the healer to ha- get, get the full package. Isn't that right, Larry? That's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> what a great introduction 
through evangelism to go out into the marketplace to do healing yes. and then get to talk about your father who loves you and that he's the one who just did this. Wow. So good. Holy Spirit is just uh, on the move in San Diego. Yes. I think God's slow as compared to us racing around on San Diego freeway, <laughs> but he's so steady and it's so obvious just in the few years of myself walking in this charismatic stream of the changes that he's making and the things that he's doing, it's only going to get better. No eye has seen or ear heard or entered into the heart of man what God has. And I think that's in this life too. He's just blessing us abundantly in San Diego. Wow. Larry Peltier, thank you for joining us and the free water, a school of supernatural discipleship. You can look that up uh, on the internet. Is there a quick uh, website that you can give us, Larry? Well, um, it's uh, freewater.org. Freewater.org. Larry Peltier, thank you for joining us on this segment. And Benji speaks so highly of you, but she can hardly be heard because I'm too busy speaking highly of you. <laughs> Larry <laughs> Peltier, okay thank me. you for joining us on this segment. Uh, my, my goodness, Benji, we had a whirlwind hour, didn't we? Yes. A lot of uh, leaders of leaders and uh, a lot of people who have heart after God that they don't realize how much God desires to heal them. But once you get healed, he wants us to be uh, inspirational for the healing of other people. Benji, thank you for joining me on this hour. What an honor to to share the studio with you. Thank you, Kaz. Thank you for having me. Oh, my listening friend, we're about ready to wind up the show. But I want to mention a couple things here as we close. First of all, you know, KPRZ has a couple live shows on the air. Uh, Ours on Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on AM 1210. Come Together San Diego, our heart cry is to bring the body of Christ together. But I also want you to pay attention to something that's going on Monday through Friday from 2 to 4 o'clock. Frank, a guy named Frank Sontag, the Frank Sontag Show, he does broadcast from there. And he not only deals with healing and uh, faith and things like that, but he opens the phone lines prolifically, and you'll enjoy that as well. That's Frank Sontag on uh, AM 1210 on Monday through Friday from 2 to 4 in the afternoons, Monday through Friday. My listening friend, Benji, what a joy it has been uh, ministering with you. And God's got big plans for San Diego. A one one quick word of encouragement to our listening friends who may be uh, desiring to feel healing. A quick thought. Yes, the more you pour Jesus into you, the more Jesus you pour out to others. Oh, Benji Dam, thank you for joining us, my listening friend. Boy, oh boy, have we... uh, poured it out and we know that God is going to use that pouring out as he spills on you and uh, receive the anointing because God got great big plans for YOU. What you going to do about it? We'll be back next week. Thanks for joining Kaz Taylor and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker, and then let's all come together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on AM 1210 K-Praise. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.